Hello, Christchurch. I really felt God place on my heart to continue the theme that Steve brought to us last week. This idea that our homes become houses of prayer. That our homes become these thin places where heaven and earth meet. As we get on our knees and as we praise God, as we intercede for the world, as we petition on behalf of those around us, as we seek God, as we wait for him, as we proclaim his name and shout blessing on our neighbours and our town and beyond. Steve reminded us of a picture that was given a few years ago as we were working out the vision for what Christchurch may look like and work through in these next coming years. And this picture was of the flames of the Holy Spirit, these tongues of fire resting on people's houses across Southport. We thought about that a few weeks ago as we looked at Pentecost. And as the Holy Spirit came down on these houses, they were ablaze with joy, ablaze with prayer, ablaze with witness in the neighbourhoods where those houses were located. And these are our homes. Our homes can be places where the Holy Spirit rests upon, fills us as we dwell in our homes and as we long for our homes to be a place of witness, of love and also a place of prayer. Now, as Steve introduced it last week and as I'm starting to talk a little bit now, I wonder whether you're thinking to yourself, that's great. I want my house to be a house of prayer. But I just don't know how that looks. I don't know how that looks at this time when I am so distracted. I sit down in my chair and I long to pray. I long to intercede and petition. I sit down in my chair, getting ready to pray. And as I pause, I look around my room. And I think, oh, that wall needs painting. That was one of my lockdown jobs. I really wanted to get this room redecorated. And you think, no, 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 I, I've come now to sit here and to pray. So you look down away from your walls and you look down at the floor and you think, oh, goodness, that floor needs a hoover. I'll tell you what, if I just go and hoover the floor, then I won't be distracted anymore. Then I can really get into praying and for my house become this house of prayer. Does anyone resonate with that? Resonate with the, with trying to pray, but just being so distracted? Or maybe you're thinking, at this time, I'm just so busy. I'm trying to work nine to five. I'm trying to homeschool my children at the same time. I'm trying to stop the dog from barking when I'm on those work Zoom calls. I'm trying to think about tea, when I'm going to fit in the shop. Maybe you're thinking that busyness is a blocker 
for your home becoming a house of prayer. Now, maybe it's not distraction. Maybe it's not busyness. Maybe it's a level of expectancy. That you've never really met with Jesus in your home. That you've never created a space in your home where you can rest in Jesus and listen to what he may have to say. And that you only expect to come into the presence of God when you step into the building of Christ Church, either in the week or on a Sunday. You know, that's where you meet with Jesus. I go to church to pray. Prayer doesn't happen in my house. Maybe you resonate with one, two, all those things, or maybe you don't resonate with them at all. But I truly think that there is a story that we see in the Gospels which speaks into distraction, speaks against busyness, speaks in hope of expectancy so that our homes can become houses of prayer. And it's the story of Mary and Martha that we see in Luke 10, starting at verse 38. I'm going to read it to you now. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. And she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all this work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha. Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things. But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and will be not taken away from her. The essence of this story is a comparison between these two sisters, Mary and Martha. Martha, who is distracted, who is busy, and she's not spending time with Jesus, who is in her home. And the contrast with Mary, who rests at Jesus' feet, dwells in his presence and hears what he has to say to her. Now, I am a bit of a Martha fan and I think that she gets a bit of bad press here. I think that Martha's heart attitude in this situation is to try and be as hospitable as she possibly can to Jesus and the disciples. She wants her home to be a place where Jesus and the disciples feel comfortable, where they are welcomed, where they are well fed. I don't think Martha's heart attitude is wrong here. But what she has not done is seen the priority of the moment. Seen that Jesus himself is in her home. Leave that distraction. Leave the busyness. Come with expectancy and dwell at my feet, Jesus is saying to her. Come like Mary and rest in my presence. There is a time for the things that Martha is doing. But that time is not now. Because Jesus is there, present in her home.
Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, is present in our homes too. So, there is a time for distraction, there is a time for busyness. But I want to say to you that that time is not now. The time that we are living in now, this moment that we are in, calls for us to be like Mary and not like Martha. This call to rest at Jesus' feet, dwell in his presence as he comes and meets us in our home. And that, that is how our homes become houses of prayer. Our homes cannot become houses of prayer until our hearts, hearts are open to Jesus and our hearts are open to rest in his presence. Just like Mary, just like Mary did on that day where Jesus comes into her home. Why? Why is it that when we rest in the presence of Jesus, our homes become houses of prayer? Well, prayer is a two-way conversation with our Lord. It is so important that we intercede, that we petition, that we praise, that we seek, that we proclaim blessing. There is a time and a place for that, most definitely. And the time for that is now. But there is a time to wait. There is a time to rest. And there is a time to listen to what God may be saying to us. Because if prayer is this two-way conversation that we have, if we just monologue to our Lord, Where are we allowing space? Where are we opening our ears? To hear what God wants us to pray for. Where God wants us to intercede. Who God wants us to petition for. If we're not allowing space to rest, if our hearts are not being transformed into a place of dwelling in our homes. How are we going to hear? The times that I have most heard God speak to me are the times when I have just rested in his presence. I've put aside the distractions, I've put aside the busyness, and I have just dwelt in him. And as my heart softens, as I praise and worship the King. And then as I wait, that is when Jesus speaks to me. And we want your homes, I want my home, to be a place of rest, a place of dwelling in Jesus so that my heart can be transformed. But I want my house to be a house of prayer where I listen, listen to God. And I believe that that is the start of us and our homes becoming a house of prayer. When we rest in Jesus, 
where he waits in expectancy that Jesus may speak to us. And then we listen. And then we have a two way conversation with our Heavenly Father. As we speak to him and as he speaks to us. Do you want your home to be a house of prayer? Do you want your home to be this thin space? Put aside distraction. Put aside busyness. Wait in expectancy. Rest and listen. Amen.